Hello, we are Becky and Gabby, your micropolitan matchmakers, coming at you every Thursday to help you find big love in your small town. Each week, we'll cover everything from dating advice, dating love stories, and horror stories, interviews with other dating experts, and much more, all from the lens of dating in a small to medium-sized micropolitan region. Hello, 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 everyone, and happy Thursday. Woo! Thursday. (laughs) Favorite day of the week because it's Micropolitan Matchmaker Thursday. I know I say it every episode, but it's true. It's certainly my favorite day of the week. And even uh, though I hear the conversations that we have when we're having them, I always listen back because it's so much fun. (laughs) It's so fun. So the last couple of weeks during season two... Um, I think we might have missed one week. I was really sick one week. Um, but it's funny and it's kind of cool that people are starting to text me on Thursdays and being like, wait, there wasn't an episode out today. Like, what's going on? And I was like, wow, you guys actually pay attention and you listen. It's so exciting to like see who's following along. I absolutely love that. And you're you're right. And pe- like, and I love when people bring up in conversation things that they heard us talking about, which yes. is also really fun. I'm like, all right, people are listening. It's catching on. We so love fun. <laughs> love well, it. Today, Gabby, I'll let you introduce our guests momentarily, but I believe it's my turn for a heart take. Yes. Spill it, girl. Spill and it. I've got a hot heart take. Oh, hot. <laughs> this week. Okay. Let's and, hear well, it. I guess maybe it's not that hot. It sh- it, but I just came from a wonderful massage and I wanted to talk a little bit. And Gabby, you've brought up in your heart takes previously self-care and I think self-care in general, but specifically getting a massage. Oh my God, my heart take of the week. So um, I had booked this one way, way out, not even realize how much would be going on in my life at this particular like moment in time in this particular week. But um, I really needed it today. And I was saying to Gabby just before we started recording that I was almost at like anxiety attack level, like heart rate when I got there and like just had not taken a moment to like breathe or do anything. And as soon as I like got on the table, took a breath, like talked to the person, got some essential oil and some good smells going, like it really, it just was great. And and it felt so nice to actually take a pause. And I think it's during times when you feel the most overwhelmed that you actually do need to take that pause and take a minute to find something to do that relaxes you. I know um, there's privilege in being able to afford massage. It's something that I want to start trying to do and save for and, and prioritize spend on for myself, like once a month, because I do feel so great and renewed after it. Um, but even things like self massage, like getting a foam roller or, um, like something to massage, like your face muscles, like there's all sorts of things at all different levels of expense that you can do, um, just to help like take that breath and take that pause and take that moment to, zen out and that was really necessary for me today and it got me in the best headspace for this awesome conversation so gabby i will turn it over to you to introduce trizelle i love that i love a good massage i go to this woman i started getting massages like pretty regularly um about six to eight months ago because i was having very bad headaches every single day so i kind of coupled like chiropractor with massage and it's helped so much i go to this place called relief and relaxation on central ave in albany very therapeutic i mean i think they do um relaxation massages too and obviously in my opinion like any massage does is good um but like very therapeutic very awesome love it really sets me straight so 
Love that heart take. Okay, without further ado, let me introduce somebody that I have known for a really long time, but have actually never met in person or have ever <laughs> video chatted. Um, Trizelle Morgan, I'm so excited that you're here. Trizelle is, I'm going to try to condense her titles in a very and short amount of time. And her amazingness. But not only is she one of our first ever Capital Heart Connection followers and fans, um, and also was single of the week. I think you were the first the single of first. the week, which yes. is amazing. Yes. yes. Um, but she's a mom. She's an entrepreneur, visionary, author, fashion creative, model, speaker, coach, and consultant. And we will try Ooh, to tired. touch as many of those things as possible. But welcome, Trizelle. We're so excited to have Hi. you. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. We I don't even know where to start. We're just so excited that you're here. <laughs> so excited. So excited. I'm so, glad to be here. <laughs> good. Thank you. Um, so first of all, like I want people, I want you to give a little bit of a deeper introduction of yourself. Obviously, I just threw out a whole bunch of titles and uh, positions that you might hold. But tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, how everything in your life has brought you here today. Um, and you know, what you're doing at the moment and what's important to you right now. Well, I will start in what's more important to me. And it kind of goes into the, um, the hard talks that Becky was saying about earlier. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely the queen of massages. It's probably the thing that I, <laughs> yes, pull the most. Cause I think it's so important. I think we don't take the time enough to like, take care of ourselves because you know like people say self-care and it's mostly like go grab a glass of wine or sit in a bathtub or something but I feel like self-care is also identifying the parts of your life where you know you you're working beyond capacity and allowing someone else to come in and like help you with whatever that thing is so that's what's very important to me right now. Like identifying my capacity and like outsourcing what I cannot do. Cause listen, you guys said the whole spiel and I was like, Oh my God, I do do all those things. <laughs> Own it. It's amazing. <laughs> but, um, so my name is Trizel. I am originally from San Lucia and I came here when I was early teenage years, like 12 years old. And ever since then, I've been through a lot of things in life, and it has taught me a lot about um, boundaries and a lot about um, learning to love yourself and learning to um, be the person who stands up for yourself and how important it is to kind of like be the visionary for your own life and taking accountability for that. And a lot of times, like I said before, it looks like seeing where you are in capacity and then reaching out for help wherever else that you need help which is kind of why I once I saw Gabby posted about Capital Connect I was just like yeah somebody needs to like help me with this love thing because obviously I'm doing it wrong like (laughs) (laughs) me too (laughs) so that's why I joined and it was so funny when I became the couple I mean the single of the day like I was just like oh this is so cool like (laughs) and ever since then I sharing it all the time but I'm a mom and that takes up like 98.9% of my life like I'm always momming there's no like shutting it off and taking a break um 
I'm also an entrepreneur and I'm getting into like my guiding phase where like I'm kind of like learning how to like packet the things that I am I have learned and to be able to like give it to other people so that they can learn from me and also like grow as well in whatever phase they are in life so I I plan on doing this for business and like life in general and parenting and all of that so love that I love what was Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Becky. Oh, I was uh, just wanted to pick on really quickly. I love what you said about creating, like being the visionary of your own life. And what is your vision for your life? I mean, you just kind of touched on it, but I just love that concept and, and maybe what inspires the vision that you have for your life. To be honest, my vision for my life is to live the most authentic, easy life possible. Like, I know what it feels like to like constantly be in a state of chaos. And I literally made a TikTok video about it that the other day, because like living a life of chaos is so it's such a disgusting feeling, like where you're like always fighting some for something. You're always trying to keep your head on. Right. You're I for the longest while. This is so funny. Right. So like through TikTok, I learned about what ADHD is and like um trauma responses and all of that stuff so for me like I would go like months on end just like floating I call it I used to call it floating right but you know through learning I learned that this is called disassociating so now that I learned um very specific things about who I am and how I've been like operating through life I'm learning why it's so important for me to take the time to like know what I want which like I said a life of ease I do not I hate living a life of chaos I hate feeling like okay you know the bills are coming I have to rush to pay that or I have to I just want ease in every single aspect of my life I love that so much oh god you're speaking to my soul um so (laughs) so I feel that I um, was raised in a very chaotic environment and was constantly thrown into (laughs) chaotic situations with chaotic people and just frantic all the time. And I think as I've, as I've become an adult and I have more control over my environment and my situation, I've come a long way from, from disconnecting from that. But I do think that chaos is something that I'm still subconsciously attracted to, especially Mm -hmm. in my relationships because it's comfortable and it, it is, uh, it makes sense for me based on how I grew up. What yeah. would you say to somebody who is kind of like me, who is similar to you in that, you know, you, you were always in that chaos and you're trying to pull yourself away from it. Like what is that piece of knowledge or that mental practice that you really need to partake in to help separate yourself from that, especially when it comes to relationships? Like I said, you know, like not trying to go after chaotic men, men who yeah. like portray the lifestyle that I used to be part of. How, how do you disassociate yourself from all of that? Well, that's a great question. Cause I'm literally right there with you. Like literally like I, oh God. So like, I'm pretty sure you guys know about the mother wound and the father wound. Right. So once I started to like really pay attention to like the things that I attract, I think one of the, for me, one of the practices that I did do a lot is literally visualizing myself and I know it sounds strange but you know like when you're watching a movie you're seeing like that character so you like think of yourself as that character right and then you think about 
the future you and like how you want that character development to be. And then the things that's not in accordance with that, you just cut it off. And But I think the best way that I have learned how to do that is to apply grace. Because a lot mm -hmm. of the times, the things that we know and the, the way that we act in life, it's not really us. You know, I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard about like, um, what you call it, operating through your trauma, right? A lot of us, that's what we do. We're not operating through who we really are, how we acting, the personalities that we have aren't really our personalities. It's literally trauma reaction, right? right? So yeah. it feels comfortable because that's what you know, but because that's what you know doesn't mean, like you're in a different phase in life now. That's what I would say. You're in a different phase now and you get to choose. Like that's that, like the minute that clicked in my brain, my entire life changed. You get to choose the life that you live. You get to choose the boundaries that you want for that life. You get to choose how you feel every single day. So if someone doesn't bring joy to your life, if they do not bring ease and comfort, that's just not the person for you. And because they're not the person for you, doesn't mean that there's no one else for you. It just means that this is not what's for you. And you can learn a lesson from it you can learn a lesson from every single person that you go through in life, but you don't have to make that lesson be a thing that is your forever, you know? Totally. Oh, I love yes. that. I actually just, it's so funny. We're talking about this too, because I had lunch with someone today and we were talking about how that's manifested in our work lives yes. and the attraction. Like I, I see that the chaotic piece, cause it's fun as Gabby's talking about chaos in her life. I'm like, yes, me too. I identify with that. <laughs> And mine really plays out so much in feeling like I always need to be on and working and doing something. And it's really tough for me to shut off. And that yeah. when I'm the peak, that is when I disassociate. And this person, I, the discussion we were having, cause she just came out of a very traumatic, like two year work experience. And she was like, I don't even remember my life for the last two years because you just find yourself like skating through and just existing yep. versus being and doing and that it's, I love this conversation we're having because until you realize it, you can't change it. And that can manifest, like you said, in relationships, in and your everything. work, everywhere. Yeah. And that's why I think parenting is so important. And I like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the concept of conscious parenting, right? It's basically being kind to your kids and all of these things, like treating them like you, like proper human beings. You know what I mean? But I think for most of us as adults, the one of the most important things that we have to do is start to be conscious parents to ourselves. The moment mm. you start mm. to be a parent to yourself, to provide to yourself the things that you need and the things that you didn't get, it's almost like, like getting to learn yourself and treating yourself like the person that you needed. Like, who did you need? What did you need when you were a kid? You know what I mean? Because... A lot of us, our parents grew up in a in a different age, yeah? But a lot of them didn't have the resources for them to be able to provide us with emotion. A, a lot of them may have been, you know, utilizing financial abundance or they've been working to, to give us better well-being in different areas in our life. But a lot of them didn't have the capacity to give us emotional well-being or mental yeah. well-being. Of that 100%. stuff so now it's left to us 
to like rebuild that part of ourselves. And the only way you can do it, the only way I have been able to like slowly but surely do it, because you know, wellness and healing is not like it's not linear, right? And it's there's it's no destination. You're literally continuing to do this thing. But the only way I have learned to do this is to hold myself like if I was a child. And it's literally like mentally and emotionally as well, like holding space for yourself to be all of these things, to, to be able to look at your chaos and be like, okay, guess what, Trezell? This is a learned behavior. And the way you're acting, what is the root of that wire? What's really happening behind the scenes in your mind or in your heart or whatever? And then going that way. That's what I've been doing. I am not a therapist. Like, I've just been, like, doing all of these things because I'm telling you, like, you speak about disassociating and depression and all of that stuff. Man, I tell you, like, three years ago, it was only two rounds for me. It was go to therapy and actually get help or continue how I was going. And how I was going was not good at all. Like, it was not good. When I tell you I couldn't walk in the street without hyperventilating, it was oh. that bad. Like, so I had to literally do these things, like literally small steps one at a time, because that's the only way you can move forward, you know? So, yeah. Well, and Trizelle, you were talking a bit about uh, conscious parenting. And I know there's a lot of folks in Capital Heart Connection and that listen to Micropolitan Matchmakers who are dating with children of all ages. So I would love to hear a little bit about how you employ conscious parenting and, you know, working with your family, but then also how does that mix with your dating life? And what are some of the things that you've done as a parent to incorporate or, or come up with boundaries? Like, what does that look like for you? So for me, conscious parenting literally is like the opposite of how I was raised. So like I spoke about also parenting myself, like I, always knew I wanted to be a different parent than what I had, but I didn't know how, like in theory, you know, sometimes we say, Oh, when I become a parent, I'll be better or I'll do this and I'll do that. But when you're triggered and you're seeing black or red or whatever people see, <laughs> learning how to like turn that into like parenting yourself and parenting your child at the same time is so important. So for me, gentle parenting literally looks like if I'm triggered right in this moment, what does this trigger mean? And why am I triggered? Because most times kids, like a lot of times, you know, like we, we hear like, oh, you know, they're doing it intentionally or whatever. Most children are not doing it intentionally. Most children are not manipulative. The behavior is manipulative because they're a human being. But it's not manipulative because they have like this like developed brain and they were like, oh, let me be a mastermind to try to like ruin your life. You know, they're just being kids. So like I constantly have to remind myself of that, like every single day, like because my daughter is like a version of me. As a, like she's literally the person who will like ask you questions. It, like I remember one time. I was speaking to her. I was telling her to not do something. And she answered me back. And I said, do not give me back talk. And this girl looked me square in the eye and said, when people are having conversations, that you're supposed to speak back. <laughs> oh, feisty. Sassy. I like that. I like it. 
something I would say to somebody. So like, I was just like, uh, <laughs> a little mini me. How old is she, Trizel? She's six. Oh man! Wow, that's uh, Fast. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, then with the dating part, I haven't dated for a very long time. I like two years ago, I was seeing someone who I waited like a very long time before he even met my daughter. And they first met, it was kind of like an accident. But that didn't work out, obviously, because that was like his own situation. But I learned so much from that. And now that I'm talking to someone, I have like these boundaries that I have set, which is like, I'm not going to introduce someone to my kid, like right off the bat, like, I'm also not in the, um, I don't know. I'm no longer doing like dating, if you know what I mean. I want to be courted to get married. So I know for myself, I'm just like, I have to like pay attention to how that person treats me, right? I also have to pay attention to how that person treats other people around me. Because no matter, I feel like even if like people, if people are faking, you can still, when you have like, learn your boundaries and the things that you're you you the things that are good for you or the things that you don't see are good qualities you kind of see it whether or not they're faking right so like yeah. things for example things like being kind and courteous to like servers i know a lot of people don't think that's a big deal but to me it's a big deal conversations about you know race gender identity all of these things that's important to me and i think that aids in whether or not you become a good parent, you know, like yeah. conversations about how should children be treated? Like, how do you see children? Cause there are people who say they hate kids. And I think that's the weirdest, situ the weirdest conversation ever, because that's just like a kid is just a mini adult. Like they're not like, it's a human being. It's like saying, Oh, like I hate the massive Kit Kat, but I like the small one. Like, it's literally <laughs> oh. I love that. <laughs> so, like, literally listening to how people treat the people and the situations that they're placed in. Like, is that person a problem solver? Because that's something you're going to have to do a lot of when you're a parent. Like, you know, yeah. if it's, it's just so many different things. So, for me, part of, like, my boundaries is not allowing someone to meet my kid. Not via phone, not in person, none of that stuff until I have gotten out of the talking stage and possibly and gotten into like the courtship engagement stage because that's where I want to be and then also part of my boundaries is like them reading parenting books and doing therapy with me that's like a non-negotiable because I just you could screw with me but you're not going to screw my kid's life like I have tried my best to do a really good job at being given her like as minimal trauma as I can. And I am not going to like put my kid in jeopardy over a man. That's not happening. Giselle, do you want to have more children? See, that question is so funny. <laughs> because after I had my daughter, I wanted like seven children, right? <laughs> then I went to space. I'm never having kids ever again. Like it's just not happening. However, now that I'm talking to someone that I actually really like, it's undecided. Like, he doesn't have any kids. So I'm like, if it gets to that point, maybe. But yeah, I don't know. I, I love, love that it. answer because you don't have to know. And that 
was an unscripted question for sure, because I know some people are kind of like funny about that. And I yeah. always, I'm like even checking myself now, like, sh should you ask those questions? But I think it's important for people to hear different viewpoints on that because there's a lot of, especially women that I talk to as a dating coach who are sort of undecided and working through what that decision looks yeah. like. And it's okay to say, yes, I definitely want them. It's okay to say, no, I'm not interested in that. And it's okay to say, I'm not sure yet. Let's explore this. Yep. So thank exactly. you for that's answering. How, that's how I feel. Like, I think it, my child has like introduced me to a new version of life that I did not even know was possible. I do love kids. My thing is, I realized I I had to ask my question myself that question because I've actually been thinking about this very heavily, by the way. So, like, I had to ask myself the question, like, when I was saying that I didn't want to have children, why was I saying I don't want to have children? Most of it mm. came from me not feeling mentally stable enough to be a parent, mm. or like adding a ch additional children, right? And then me not being financially stable enough to take proper care. Because honestly, like I said before, I do not want a life of struggle. I don't want a life of chaos. Right. I don't want to have any other kids if that means me not being a present parent, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be on the hamster wheel of trying to find money that I, my kids are getting many versions of me. and Because stressed out parenting, in my opinion, is like the worst. No child deserves yeah. that. So I yeah. don't want to be that parent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> be my mom, Giselle. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll adopt. <laughs> okay, thank, thank you. <laughs> so uh, I, I really want, I, I can't believe like 25 minutes has already flown by. There's still so much that I want to cover, but I want to touch base on your modeling because like you are an incredible, high fashion, beautiful model. So I want to touch about that, but I also want to touch about how you know, your personality shines through that art and um, kind of coupling it with the fact that you wrote an article for the Huffington Post, I think back in 2017, if I'm yeah. correct. Um, and the title of the article is Shut Up and Sit Like a Lady. And um, I want to read a little excerpt of it because I think, again, this is the first time you and I have ever really interacted other than just like virtually via message. Yeah. And like, I just feel like it's so your vibe. So I want to read a little piece. And then I want you to dive in and talk to us about like modeling and confidence and um, what inspired you to write this piece and, and how you are um, really dealing with all of this now. Okay. Screw you and your preconceived ideas of what it means to be a lady. It's 2017 and I'm redefining what it means to be a lady. We ladies, the new redefined ladies, dance to the beat of our own drum. We stand tall and we speak our mind. We do not need your permission or validation to be who we are. We set our own standards and break them if we please. We straddle chairs, spit, walk around nude, cuss, and do whatever we please. If you have a problem with that, then take your own advice, shut up and sit like a lady, and you can take your opinions and you shoulds and swallow it. Just a little piece. Woo, I'm fired up. I'm, I'm going for a run after this. I'm putting some Beyonce on. We doing it. I love it. You know, it's so funny that you read that part because that's literally my kid. <laughs> that's kind of what inspired me to, to read that because everything leading up until this point, I was like, people are going to totally connect with this. They're going to know exactly what what's... <laughs> 
it's always so funny whenever like I hear my about myself through the lens of other people I'm like oh crap I did raise myself like (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome but okay so modeling oh my god modeling was such a accidental thing when I um I I've always struggled with confidence I was never the girl like as a teenager, I was never the girl that anybody liked or wanted to be with. I was always the person that everybody thought was weird and ugly. <laughs> but then, like... That's insane yeah. to me, but... <laughs> I don't know. I was skinny. Well, I still am skinny, but, like, I just... Eh, it was that time, you know? But um, then I got married, and I moved to Hawaii. And one day, I was walking on base. And this photographer was just like, oh, you're so beautiful. I would love to photograph you. And that's essentially how the whole modeling thing started. Wow. Yeah, it was very, very interesting. So that was like 2010 or 2011. And here I am still. But I feel like I have like transitioned from being, I kind of used to shoot with any and everyone. I don't anymore. Because I just I just feel like my time is valuable, my talent is valuable, and I'm just not going. And again, it goes back to boundaries and um, also identifying your your worth and standing up in that. I have a lot of people, I just don't feel like a lot of people add value to my portfolio or add any kind of value to what I'm doing. And like I said, I always say this, to each its own, because... It's just not for me. And I think that's like one of the biggest things I had to learn in modeling through conf- uh, and that helped me with my confidence was understanding that everything is not for me. Everyone is not for me. Every job is not for me. And that kind of like pushed me into like kind of trying to create my own lane and like branding myself as a fashion as a fashion model that people come to directly to work with. And not through an agency or anything else like that. I do want to get a manager eventually, but yeah. Trizel, I feel like translating back to dating, and we have so many people who are listening to us who are in that dating realm, who are probably online dating, and photos are obviously a big piece of that. I think looking at, and we'll make sure that your Instagram handle is in the show notes too, so people can go and look at your work um, and get a peek into your life, but dating photos are important. And I think it's becoming more and more important now. And and some folks are like investing more time and effort into their dating profile photos. But it's for people who aren't in front of the camera, often, it can feel super unnatural and very strange. So do you have advice for people who maybe aren't super comfortable in front of the camera to help bring out that personality specifically for that dating profile piece? Think of yourself as the most valuable piece of per- the the most valuable person on this planet, and take the picture. Mm-hmm. Because whenever you take photos or videos or anything you do, our own preconceived notions of who we think we are comes through, and that's why mm-hmm. you lack confidence because you don't you don't see yourself as someone that like someone else will want. And yeah. I'm be dead serious with you. You could have a grainy photo and have like the worst profile description possible and the right person will see you and value who you are. Mm-hmm. And that goes for in-person and photos as well. 
and um, online as well. And that's one of the biggest things that I had to learn. Because someone else doesn't see your value doesn't mean it's not there. You know what I mean? So learning to like pose yourself and to take photos with proper quality. Like you could get a, what's it called? Like a nightlight and like put it either in front of you or, or at an angle to you and put your phone on like a tripod or on your nightstand and take a bunch of photos. Like just be silly, just be yourself. Don't try to be like America's Next Top Model or the person on GQ. Just don't try be to be your- Trezell. Just be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you, if that show was still on, which I used to be obsessed with, oh, things, oh my God, my vote would be for you all the way, Trezell. I applied so many times for that show. Really? Yeah. I'm glad I never got on though, because now I'm starting to see how abusive it was. So. That's true. I at the time, yeah, agreed. At the time, I loved watching it before I really like dug into what it was like. (laughs) Yes. Oh God. Okay. I feel like I just went to church. (laughs) Uh, Like I just feel we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do this again and and kind of like narrow down the topics because Trizelle, you have so much experience and your energy is truly contagious and. Um, I feel like you know the right things to say to like really get your mind right and and get people thinking on that right path. Um, so in that spirit, I, w- I want you to tell people a little bit or like more about how they can connect with you, you know, what you're doing on a day-to-day ba- basis, how people should hit you up. I know you said you have a TikTok, which I'm going to look you up immediately after we we get off this now. Like what what's it looking for you over the next six months to a year? Well, one of the major, okay, so a huge part about me, right? I see myself as a human being. I don't do the whole, oh, like I'm an expert in this or whatever, because I'm not, I don't see myself as an expert. I see myself as somewhat of a guide. I'm here Mm -hmm. to like help guide you in things that I've always, I've already been through, but that doesn't mean I don't have my own struggles and stuff. So at the very current moment, my biggest, um, my the thing that I'm working on doing the most is um, bringing more visibility to my business, which is Eco Onyx. We're like a local um, residential service. And um, also I am getting into like business coaching and, and life coaching and virtual assisting. And I'll send you like, you could literally, I have an Instagram, which is just Trizelle Inc., which is where I'm going to be posting a lot of like my um other stuff that's not um super like niche down and um yeah that's basically what I'm doing and making TikToks about life and the things I've experienced and the things I'm learning like I feel like life is very much a journey and I'm just learning along and sharing what I learn and just doing that what's your TikTok handle Trizelle I think it's just Trizelle Inc okay I follow Melanated Model. I didn't know you had Trizel Inc. So now I have to go. Oh, yeah. Me neither. Yeah. So I just, I changed it because I, so you're probably just following the same account. Oh, okay. But, uh, <laughs> so I, I literally, so Melanated Model, I'm literally branching down. I mean, branching down, niching down to only doing like high fashion um, photo shoots and stuff. So that's literally all that page is going to be dedicated towards. 
And then Trizel Inc. is going to be all things Trizel Incorporated, basically. That's basically why it's Trizel Inc. And um, there I'll be sharing more like business tips, life tips, and things that I've learned, finishing my books and all of that. That's oh, no awesome. big deal. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, also, um, we're also going to post your Huffington Post article so that people can get okay. a, a little bit of a deeper. Yeah, Becky, um, I'm going to have to send it to you. It's something I came across kind of last minute before the podcast. Yeah. And I'm so yeah, and I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did because I think it really gives a really great Snapchat. Snapchat. A snapshot. <laughs> snapshot. <laughs> God, I'm such we'll a millennial. We'll follow you on Snapchat, too. Oh, I'm such me. a millennial. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, of who Trizel is and the kind of person she is. So thank you so much, Trizel, for being here. Becky, do you have any other questions oh my gosh, or no. things you want to? I am, I am just like so excited. I hope you'll come back, Trizel. Thank yes. you so much. And, uh, and thank you for being like, you were an OG single of the week. We're just so excited that you stayed along the journey with us. And we hope that you will continue, whether you're in the relationship or not, because it sounds like things are going well. We hope you still stay a part of the team. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in. We will have in the show notes ways that you can connect with all of us. We are here every Thursday talking all about how to heat up your dating life in your small and medium sized region. And we will, oh, and there goes Mochi saying goodbye on behalf of all of us. <laughs> we will see you guys next Thursday. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.